I just, I want to start off saying, I still feel like I need to apologize last time for being like, oh no, we, we don't got time for the videos. Don't, don't play the videos, please, please. Um, uh, I'm glad you did. I'm sorry. I was just so worried about time and everything was going so well. I just wanted like as much time as I could possibly squeeze out of the half an hour. I'm uh, so proud of, of what I, I tr we tried so hard to get Australia right. Like I was like, you don't want to watch the videos. Come on, man. And, and, well, you, did, and you did. And I, I wanted to go and experience it myself. The videos were amazing. I also liked going and jumping in and looking around for things I wanted personally, which is, you know. So, yes, sorry for that. I definitely put my foot, like, as far into my mouth and down my throat as humanly possible. But you were so nice and you didn't even care, which was great. And you also almost let slip cloud stuff. But you couldn't then, and you definitely yeah. can now. So yeah. you you were almost talking about it with me. I don't think uh, I was. I think I think your media trading held. I don't think there was ever anywhere that you were actually going to slip. Yeah, but, but we well, started yeah. talking about cloud, <laughs> and I would love to continue that conversation now. I guess the 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 big the big news first, if if you don't mind, we'll we'll get it straight from the source. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft Flight Simulator is now uh, running on um, Xbox Cloud Streaming. Not xCloud, Xbox Cloud Streaming. And it it's awesome. I mean, like, ever since we, you know, we launched on PC, and then the next thing we said, we heard from the fans was, like, why is it not on Xbox? And we put it on Xbox Series S and X, and they said, why is it not on Xbox One? That's been pretty consistent. And we heard that loud and clear. So this is now working, and it's working really great. And uh, it's not just that, as you can imagine. I don't know if you played around with... Uh, Xbox Cloud Streaming, but it's freaking amazing. I mean, I, like, I, I don't know if you checked this out yet, but it's I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Australia because <laughs> we can. And it's you good. should really, for the purposes of this interview, at least. Where else would you go? Anyway? <laughs> right, so what's awesome about it, like, so this is basically the build uh, sitting on Xbox hardware in the cloud. Nice. And. It, and it's it's mind blow it literally blows your mind if you if you if you if you work in computer games like me for like 30 years I'll tell you why I think it's such a big deal right I mean it's super convenient well, still loading a little bit but if you compare that with how long it takes to <laughs> oh you're flying like me just straight down just well, I can't see <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get speed speed but I mean it's it is shocking like it's so it's running uh, 1080p 30 frames a second and what i love about it is it's almost instantaneous you know i mean it's basically typically we go to you know go to our servers pull down the build fire up the xbox or your pc fumble around and it takes it takes a while to actually get going here it takes 15 seconds to, to to get this on the server and then it takes you in my case, here anyway, it's about like 20, 30 seconds to get the build and you're playing. And it's, I cannot, like as a game developer guy, like I cannot tell you how much that changes our life. Like if a dev, for example, says, hey, we did the private server update for Reno. You gonna check, can you check it out? I'm like, hold on, click, 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 and I'm playing. 20 seconds later in the same conversation, that has never, ever happened to me before in my entire career. So I think this is super good for gamers super good like because it democratizes what we have really right all of a sudden you know i have a stack of old laptops over there like literally going back because i'm a pack rat like 20 <laughs> years probably or something 
and they, they really just collect the dust, but they work. Yeah. Like I now have like these are viable streaming machines. I'm like, well, okay. I didn't even. I, I was like, I was always trying to figure out like, how am I going to get rid of these things and who am I going to give them to? But now I'm actually going to do stuff with them again. So that's cool. Um, the Xbox thing is super cool. But like, I I I do think. And then look, it, it's just the beginning of the devices and where it's going, right? Like, there's all kinds of other devices that you could get to. Lower lower NPC are cool. But there's all kinds of other things that you could get to, right? Like down, yeah. the, down, the, down the road. And I think it's going to, when Phil sometimes talks about the 3 billion gamers, and I was like, 3 billion gamers? That's a lot of gamers. <laughs> and and then, then you say, well, the only way to get to 3 billion gamers is to go on a phone. But there is no there is no flight sim the way we made it on a phone, right? You can't do a native app yeah. like this. It's like, it's now 200 gigabyte, you know? I mean, there's no way. But cloud streaming actually makes it possible. So I'm now looking at people in, in in regions of the earth that might never had an Xbox or they don't they don't have socioeconomic circumstances to buy yourself a powerful PC, and they can now, you know, they they can now participate in that dream of flight that I'm like that I'm so excited about. So I I think it's 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 shockingly good. That's all I'm really saying. Like it's <laughs> it's shockingly good. It was shockingly easy. Some people ask me like, so how was it to work with a uh, you know, with the Xbox cloud streaming team, I would just say, uh, brief, brief is the word. <laughs> because, so typically, back in the day, you know, we did a port, and it was like 20 artists, and then a bunch of programmers, the, the artists whittled down the art, the programmers are trying to squeeze some more stuff out of the, and here we had one dude, one, one dev, and half of an artist for a few months, and that's it. Oh, and wow. the only thing, that, the only thing they did, because we have the world updates, as you know, right? So the we, we launched with, I think it was 120 gigs or something. And since then, we've, we've added probably 70 with stuff. And then and then we also have third-party store marketplace, right? Which has a thousand gig already. It's a thousand gig. So there's no, you know, I mean, back in the day, we did this thing, you know, like the physical <laughs> edition. And we're like, hey, can we get the the hundred gig on some discs? And then we made like ten discs, and you know. There's no there's no way as we keep going and making the world more and more detailed and adding more and more plans that you can do this on a physical medium. This is not going to happen. And and streaming that so we I can now you know we've talked about this before. I can upload to nth degree of data, and we knew that we can manipulate the data with machine learning and all that, and we can stream it down. And now you can stream it down to any device. Shit hot like this. This <laughs> I mean. It still blows my mind how this stuff works. It's amazing. Well, it, and just fish. <laughs> it's well, and like it will always live. Microsoft Flight Sim will always live on my PC. But like I've got the terabyte uh, expansion card on my Series X, and it's like I'm always I'm always juggling. So I'm really sorry to say that Flight Sim didn't last long because I can play it on my PC. Um, but now I can just stream it from the cloud if I if I'm desperate to play it on my console as opposed I, to the PC, or I could jump on my phone. So it's it's like it's a win win for everybody. In my house, it goes like this, right? I have my work PC and I have my full setup, right? Like, and then I go downstairs, where's big TV and you know consoles, and that, but I already have to contend for that space, right? There's other people that want to watch TV and they look at me funny when I say I want to do stuff, and I so I always had to choose between my family and gaming, really, because they don't, you know, serve me a single player game. They're like, what are you doing? Like, we we want to watch something, uh, but I now can sit there. I can I can play some stuff. I can really just explore the world while I'm with them because I can just stream it to my to my phone. Yeah. That's cool or a tablet. So I think it I think it changes the dynamics a little bit. 
So I guess the, the the question that I have that immediately comes to mind is that um, I do I have the flight sticks and stuff. They're generally in the closet. That gets just a lot of I, my setup is very specific and it takes a lot of effort to try to you know incorporate new stuff. Um, so I'm I'm more of the use your Xbox controller for most flight things and have the keyboard at hand for the stuff I can't figure out how to do on the mm-hmm. controller that's just far easier, like this hybrid approach that I don't know if, if this is officially supported in, in your mind or if, you, I, but anyway, how, how does that translate to xCloud if you're, I guess, limited to a controller, if that makes sense? Yeah, so it's, that is, I would say that's the current state of affairs. Like, so, <laughs> so, so, so it's interesting, you know, because we, we, su- we support Xbox Series X and S natively, right? And they actually, I think you know this, but they have mouse keyboard support. And it's a little strange, right? I mean, I literally downstairs on my whatever TV table, I have mouse and keyboard sitting there. It's got, you know, interesting. Um, but with cloud streaming, I mean, it basically, it, it does support, I mean, right now it's, you're right, it's basically dual stick. Uh, they have support for touch, which we haven't quite done yet, but we will. And then they are planning on doing more devices because it's just Bluetooth. Yeah. You can ultimately can hook up anything, right? So. I'm already feeling to get them to have mouse keyboard support because then, then it becomes like when I when I said that earlier about my my old uh, laptops and stuff, you can actually use a Bluetooth device on those. It's a little funky, but the older the device, the more funky it gets, quite frankly. But now, once once you have once they support mouse, key, mouse keyboard natively, which I don't think is going to be that far off. Like I have no idea about their, their exact timelines or something, but I'll yeah. be the first customer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can tell you that. And then, I mean, I'm constantly in their ear saying, hey, we have flight sticks, folks. We need to support these things. And, you know, they're all like, I think flight sim is sort of a pretty, you know, reasonably big deal nowadays, right? So they, they do listen, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you address touch. I would be very interested to see how touch works. I would also just love to try it. It's like, you know, it'd be fun. I, I would I would definitely give it a go. Um, yeah, it's touch and gyro. I think it's super cool. But oh. that's the thing that I'm after, right? Like the moment I can do this and just tilt, that's cool. Because that's how we fundamentally, it, it, it changes the stick behavior a little bit. So I can just go forget about the stick pushing down or flaps or something. I can just do this and then touch. I think it'll work. Like So we're experimenting with it right now. Uh, the the most complex thing is what you actually said. If I there are some flight, you know, and you go to the flight computer and you actually type in your 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 uh, your destination stuff, your flight plan. Yeah. That with touch, you need to just zoom in, right? And there's custom. There's going to be custom layouts per situation, right? And that that that's how I think it'll actually work. Nice. That's not, that sounds like that maybe is going to be the most involved that you'll need to be. Like instead of just the one developer and half an artist, you might have to it's put some. Over, it's a, it's an overlay system. Actually. Oh, okay. It's quite cool, like what they've done. Like so, you can easily. So what what's pretty easy is like click, 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 and and you just do menu menu stuff. It's easy as dirt. But if you go in a cockpit, you have to consider that you have moving cameras that actually look at a thing, and then for that you need another overlay. But it's it's aware of it, right? It's cloud. It's called what's cloud aware. Okay. So cloud aware helps us a lot. I mean, maybe I should have spoken to that because the the other thing that's important, as I said, we are like at two hundred something gigs now. Um, and we want the the time to fun needs to be really short. Like it's it's a yeah certainly on mobile device you don't want to sit there and load something and it takes five minutes. You're like okay I'm I'm doing something else right. <laughs> so we, we said within a, like within like thirty seconds we need to get going. Yeah. So what we're doing is world update one through six. We just made a decision. You know what? If anybody plays on 
cloud streaming, it automatically is is you have the entitlement and it's already downloaded. So you have to you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go to the content manager. You don't have to install this thing. You just keep you just go. And I think we're going to keep updating that. Like so, anytime you you go into the cloud, it just it we get as much data to you natively as we possibly can. And that the other thing that's interesting is that this is called PLS. I don't know if you know what you know if you ever heard of that thing. So it's basically I think it's the private PL private. Yeah, it's basically your local save. Local save. That's what it is. Private local save. Perfect. Um, perfect. Um, you know, you have like a. I think it's 50 gig or something, and you can download all your stuff. Like if you bought some planes in the marketplace or something, or you have specific things that you like, like we know, it automatically gets downloaded in every session. So you don't have to re-log in and get all that stuff again. It's actually quite nice. That's like, exactly what I was trying. They're thinking about asking. So like it, third third party store content. Like if I've gone and bought, I don't know, the Sydney Harbor Bridge, just for just having something to think about. Is that tied to the PLS. So like when you start the cloud game and you get the little Xbox overlay with the little, you know, like percentage, like getting your save into this device, like all that's kind of stored within it's, that. It's, and that's how it knows to load it for you. Yeah, roughly. exactly. It depends, how much, it depends how much stuff you have, right? It's just like on a PC at some point, at some point you run out of, you run out of space, right? At some point, however many terabytes you plugged under your machine, right? Um, but you are currently, you can fill up, you can fill up the PLS. And then if you have like, for example, Australia update, and you want to have that, you, you download it once, and then it sits in your PLS unless you delete it. So you know you will never have to load the Sydney Harbour Bridge again or, and do anything special, right? You just made the decision, I want this. because And that's actually how most of the simos really sim, right? A lot of them, some of them explore the world. It's actually kind of interesting. Like the, Some of the core simos are always flying the same routes. Like that's what they do, right? I know a guy who literally flies every single day the same route to Corsica. That's what he does. It's his hobby. But not judging. And and so he doesn't care about anything else. He's like, I don't want anything else. But when you have Corsica new, any any airport, anything in Corsica, he's gonna download it. Yeah. And that's the world he wants to create for himself. And that that is that is completely enabled, which I, I think is cool. Customizable. It's very um, now I'm going to call it xCloud because I just I, it's, it's always going to be xCloud to me. But I, I Xbox cloud streaming. My apologies. But anyway, um, paraphrasing Phil, he's kind of always led the the charge that yeah, like this is here if you if you want to use it, and you're welcome to use it. You know, but like you know, for right now at least, nothing really replaces the console connected to your TV in front of you. Like the latencies, it's a little bit better if you know your internet's not the best. Like it's probably you know, arguably the best experience that you can have. Do yeah, you have no doubt? Do you have similar kind of thoughts? Like, is is there still like a best experience for flight sim, and is it PC? I'm just totally leaving the question here. Uh, the best experience in flight sim, it's always going to be the most powerful hardware with the most with the <laughs> most diverse equipment. Like with as far as I mean, that is just the truth, right? Yeah. I think, I guess I think about it a little bit differently, right? I get a bunch of emails from people, right? from all over the world and for example brazil is one of those places it's fascinating right there's a whole ton of gamers it's a huge country first off whole ton of gamers the consoles there have been there's like a tax thing or something they're extra extraordinarily expensive like over, well over a thousand dollars in in our money at least and uh mo most people can't afford that but they do want to play and they, they also don't have a history of like super powerful pcs so they, I mean, more than anybody else, 
I would say they said, "Hey, when is this coming to Xbox One? What's going on?" Because th- that that Xbox One is now in the affordable range for a bunch of people. Cool. And then they um, they obviously have lower spec PCs and also mobile devices, which is that's why I think of it as a democratization, right? There are places on this planet that are very well off, and people have all kinds of stuff and all money and da da da. And then there's people that are not. And and that why is the dream of flight blocked from them? Like why why is that? It's a it's a it's a it's a very broad dream of mankind, I think, and and I think, um, and I think this really helps it. As far as the what you asked me, the actual question, so I'll answer the question. <laughs> I mean, it's not running in 4K, right? It's not running at 60 frames a second. All that comes from you know what I think of the fat client. Let's call it that fat client. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you are that much of a connoisseur of 4K on gigantic TVs, more power to you, right? I mean, I I have an 85 inch TV, right? On one of those, I want, I want one. My husband won't let me get one. I, I, I'm, no, I, I'm in I, your I, camp. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. The way she was, but yeah, I, I got it. Um, and uh, so that's to me, that's probably the the most impressive. It's the most movie like experience. But I have to tell you, like, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying this. Because I, it was, it's so unexpected. Why is which is what I'm saying? I was like, really, flights on the phone. Really, seeing is believing. And the interesting thing about it with this, right, when I go this way, yeah, right, somewhere over the ocean, uh, you actually adjust your viewport. It's it's just like, you know, nobody walks up straight to their gigantic TV and sees a few pixels, right? But, like, but the field of view that is eaten up by the display is actually quite similar. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, so it's, it's, you know, I don't see the text worse. I don't see less of the screen you know i'm just like you know maybe i'm half blind that, that's possible but, <laughs> but it but it does it does it does do something it has some it has done something to me i have flown more the last two weeks than in the last in any given two week interval before yeah why it's because i can do it so quickly that that is why like it's because obviously i get different development builds and stuff right so development builds i always take a long time to really prop on your machine, all this stuff. So, but access matters, and I think this is a, this. Maybe I should tell you that story. Our development has changed. The way our test team is sending builds to us is now through this. Or when you, when I, when I think about the creator community, right? The creator community, like for example, we did Australia, right? And I got emails from like two, two of the creators in Australia, and they said, "Hey, York." Cool world update. However, it screwed my airport over because you changed the colors and blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Really? What build are you on? And where's the airport app?" And blah blah blah. And it, it, it took so long to even converse. And now I'm convinced to say, "Hey, you know what? We found we found what what screws you over. It's we need secondary aerials. We put up a build to a flight. Why don't you go check it? And then let me know if there's any further problems. Nice. And you can have that conversation in like 30 minutes. And before that, it took weeks weeks of time to make a build." Get it through certification, send it to someone and download it, right? It's it's so much faster. And you know, game quality comes from iteration. It's just nobody has their the brilliant idea and it's just the perfect game and it doesn't work like that. Right. So you, you make something and you try it and you try it again, you make it better and you listen to people and you make it better. So I think the interaction loop with the community is actually gonna go a lot, lot better. Like right now, for, I'll give you another example. I'm working on this thing. I don't have a which is a very cool. Almost at the end of a one-year-long journey about this plane. It's called the Do Doj coming out. I think in a few weeks, actually. 
And I've always struggled to get the plane in its current state to the people who actually know about the plane, which are like, there's a there's a group in Friedrichshafen, Germany, that has a, has that plane, and there's another group in Lujan, Lujan, Argentina, and they have that. And in Argentina, I was like, hey, can you test this thing? Like the the, the Plus Ultra, can you test it? And they're like, we don't have an Xbox. Okay, you have a PC? No. Okay, well, um, can I send you a video? But then they can't feel it. Yeah. All of a sudden, I think we're bringing more people into the development effort, and I think that's going to make things better. Nice. Now, you, you've alluded to it a little bit, I think, already, but you were saying last time we spoke that you almost had a leg up when it came to xCloud that's because true. you were streaming already, and it's it's all about streaming, and you're, you're, you're sort of talking about it, but you couldn't fully give yeah. me the answer, so I, I would like to delve back down that, that path. That's true. Could. It's true, because sometimes, you know, the, the what do they call... I don't. I don't know this. The saying, "Need is the 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 father of invention" or something. Necessity. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I necessity gotcha. is the father of invention. So basically, the vision for flight sim ever since the beginning was have an awesome, realistic flight experience and make the planet as good as you can. Well, so that was always limited to some disk, something, right, or ten disk or whatever the heck it is, right. And all of a sudden, with the cloud, that that exploded. Like, That's gone. I can have infinite amount of data. Cool. Awesome. So. Because of that, we need, we wanted that world to be that way. We we put so much stuff up in the cloud early on, and you're right. But if I if I'm like a fantasy game maker or something, why the hell not? Like, why would I not make my world in the cloud? Like, what what possible reason do I have? Because it was always you know ever since I started in the game industry, like in the nine, early '90s, I always felt it was weird that we have bits. We work on bits. We put them on a piece of plastic. We ship that piece of plastic through the planet. Put somebody else puts in the drive to basically get into bits again to start playing. It's like, well, that's stupid. I mean, that really is just a total waste of time and it's environmentally bad too, by the way. But but now it's really just why wouldn't you have stuff in the cloud where you have the world's greatest computer? Like, yeah. why? Like, I, I think it's, but you have to trust it. I think that's the thing. Like, as a developer, at some point, you know, it's always your, your livelihood, this, that, or the other, right? So you're a little bit conservative, typically, about what what kind of tech tech quest you endeavor on, right? But maybe, I mean, if, if LightSim can help just people seeing it, you know, it's totally possible. It doesn't cost much. It's actually quite quite effective, and it makes your development go better. I mean, I, but I think there's a little bit of, like, maybe some hesitation out in the community, they need to really see. And as I said, and I think it's completely fair. Seeing is believing. Yeah. Does it work? How well does it work? How hard is it for me to do it? Like, if I had to have a, a team of ten working on some port for a year, well, you know, who's going to pay for that? Like, you know, like. But now we had a team of like one dev who also worked on some other stuff and one artist working on some other stuff, and that's okay. Like, if that, I think the the, the cost benefit ratio is is actually quite good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's the future, man! It's the future. I, think it's, I believe this is the future. I am totally converted to oh. cloud. I mean, I, we went from cloud. We thought about cloud when we started. I mean, when I first started about this whole project, cloud was for storage. I didn't think that I didn't think cloud compute was a thing. Like I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, but but it does actually work. It does stuff. Streaming got better, and the more I look at this, now we're cloud aware, which means the device knows you can upscale text and stuff so it's cool and it's, it's convenient and and as i keep going forward like as i'm thinking about flight sim and the digital twin we're making 
you will hear me more and more. I will dump everything. Everything <laughs> I, can, I will make that client as thin as I can because why? Why not? It's to the benefit of everything. Yeah, oh, like even lot more. Like the, the 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 stuff that's actually sensitive to frame rate. That that is what you want to do local. Everything else, no way. You know, like the world renderer. Why? Yeah. Basically, yourself an MPEG movie. Why not? It's an interactive MPEG movie. And just pick like for, my internet sometimes is spotty. So like there's there's issues that we need to solve that aren't just going to be like sitting on Microsoft's end as an example. No doubt. Like just even imagining, oh, you know, like, oh, day one patch coming. It's like, well, I'm already playing, you know, for the, for the write up I'm doing on this review and I got to wait and then download, you know, like the 20 gig or I could just jump into a flight like you were kind of saying before with with testing and it's just there. Yeah, so I'm super takes, excited about that. It takes two minutes. You're like, I'm in. It's two minutes. Exactly. You get a call. Exactly. We have we have a couple minutes left. I I uh, would be remiss if I didn't ask this question, and it's like one of those really uncomfortable ones. With everything uh, happening in Ukraine, obviously I'm, I'm not sure if there's anything planned, but I'm thinking already because you know like flight space has been shut down. Are we seeing already in flight sim like things kind of reflecting in game? Like you know you're not able to follow flight paths because they're they're not technically running right now. Is there anything kind of that is planned true. or I, anything I, that's I, happening as a I, consequence uh i mean it's a diff, it's difficult to say like i can i can tell you that um we're all we're all very much feeling we have team members from the ukraine with family sitting there in in the country we have developers sitting there so we we are in contact when we can um and we're trying to support and, and i'm actually I have to work through how that best is structured and stuff that this it's not as easy as one wants it to be, but I want to help. We want to help. Um, the, you are, I mean, I think sometimes people go, they remember the, the Suez Canal ship, um, and they, they think that was real time in flight sim. It wasn't, right? That was a model basically putting that ship there. I mean, yeah. I literally had people say, York, can you tell me where the tanks are? I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Like, there's no such thing. But it yeah. is true that the, air, the airspace, because we're getting real time flight data, the airspace when it's closed, there are no planes. And this is just because we get the air. I mean, we don't make that data. It's flight aware. Is that is that that service that we're using? Yeah. And when that that is as it's happening, it's happening. There's actually nothing much I can do about that. Like it's it's just the service running. It's just like yeah. the weather. Like. And it's more important, like you were saying, to to focus on your team and obviously not just your team i'm sure we're all thinking of of the people of ukraine not just the couple developers that are that are helping yeah. you on flight sim but yeah that's it's a it's a certainly a, a complex situation um and i hope we cried today steve we cried today like uh, not not just for the people we cried because the, the 225 has been destroyed right it's like we've been we've been talking to Antonov for a long time right because they're Ukrainian and that, that 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 I don't know if you know that plane, but it's the world's biggest plane is gone. That carried the Russian space shuttle, oh, or am I thinking of yeah, a different one? That, you, can, you can say it that way, but you can also say it actually carried um, Corona vaccines to Africa because it's the largest transport plane in the world. And like that's a much it, better way to describe it. It's a good plane. It was a proud proud thing for the country. It was like oh my god. So yeah, we cried a little, not just a little. Well. I, I always learn something about a about an airplane from you, and I'm I'm glad I, I if, if I picked you know up nothing called? else from today, I'm very glad I picked that up today. It's called Maria. It's called Dream. That's what the plane is called. Look it up. Two A N two two five, and it's a wonder of technology, and it's destroyed. It's at the top of my status report that I write every Monday. Oh. 
Well, I've just finished this up on a very somber note. Yeah. It's, and, and like, you know what? It, sometimes it needs to. Is there anything you wanted to say before I let you go? I, I realize I'm, I'm almost taking up all of our time and I don't want to monopolize your time. But I, I, I want to, uh, on the positive side, I think cloud streaming and the internet in general is, is a democratizing element throughout the world. And that maybe let's leave it, let's leave it with that. Nice. I'm looking forward. I'm sure I'll talk to you again. I'm looking forward to, to getting into touch when it's ready. Likewise. We have tons of cool stuff going up this year, God willing. But um, yeah, let's, let's talk again. Great interview. Very good questions, by the way. It's a always so people, much fun to talk to it's, you. It's so interesting. Like a lot of people don't get cloud yet. And I have to explain like, hey, no, here's what it does. It's like a pixel stream. I'm like, really? I'm like, really? <laughs> it really works. It we were so amazing. desperate for it here, like in Australia. It's like, it just come on, let's let's have it. Let's have it. So it's good. And we've got it. And it's and it's it's exciting and it works now that I have NBN. Like I actually have decent internet, not a not a dial up service. Like it actually let works. Know, so. Let me know how you like it. I mean I am actually quite curious. Like I'm I'm sitting here like, man, I mean I'm I'm a little bit look, I'm in I'm in Redmond. My internet's probably better than <laughs> I don't know. But so far for me anyways, it's been freaking amazing. Literally an, a revelation of sorts of gaming and how you make stuff. But I'm very curious how it's uh, how it's how is it everywhere, right? I, I can't I can't visit. <laughs> you know, I want, one day I visit Australia and maybe we'll, we'll meet in person. Bella, maybe we'll meet in person. That'd be nice. <laughs> that would be excellent. Um, it's it's always so much fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time and well, have thank you. a wonderful rest of your day.